All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Finding Your Superpowers. I am your host, Kanitha Amor Porter, and I am blessed to be able to have a guest that is a good friend of mine. She's simply amazing, and I wanted to share her with you. Uh, I met her maybe a couple years ago, and um, just in networking and with business and stuff, but she is one of those great souls that you have to meet. Um, and she has been in senior care. She's the senior care um, specialist, specialist, uh, person who knows everything about senior, senior care, has a heart for seniors, has had personal experience that makes her even better at what she does. I mean, the list goes on and on and on, but I just want to welcome my guest, Kyra Jackman today. Welcome, Kyra. Nisa, your introductions always make me feel Okay, I gotta I gotta tap into that because you see that in me. And so it makes yes. me feel beautiful to know you and I'm grateful for the connection and so grateful for you, your your place in my heart and my life these last couple of years, the ways in which you inspire me and inspire greatness in others. So thank you for having me with you today. Oh, I the pleasure is not only mine, but I'm excited for more people to get to know who you are, right? And so I'm super excited to find out what your superpowers are, but we'll, hold on, let me pause it. So I'm gonna have to cut it, pause. pause. All right, so I'm super excited that you guys get a chance to hear more about Kyra. Um, we met a couple years ago and, um, I'm telling you, she is one of the people who I just grab lock arms with and say, Oh, nope, you're not going anywhere. You're a part of my life. <laughs> I'm grateful to be part of your people connect connection and collection. <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. All right. So what we do in this podcast and what is so important to me is for other people to find their superpowers, right? And how to take things that maybe we thought was like a negative or something we were ashamed of and realize that nine times out of 10, that is what makes us us. That is once we come over that hump, right? So of course, you know, you still don't want to be in it. You want to be able to be healed from it, to be able to use it as a superpower. That's the way you use it. Um, but I feel like it empowers people to know like, hey, because they can identify with all these different people and different superpowers that they have. So I'm excited to ask you my three questions today so they can hear all about you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Wait, did I give you a chance to introduce yourself? Not yet, but I'd welcome it. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so um, Kyra Jackman, I do consider myself an advocate for seniors. Um, I feel like even in the work I did prior to working in senior living that I really was learning how to be that advocate just by connecting with seniors in different ways through retail work that I did and other means. Um, also just kind of always connecting with those elders in the family and the elders in my life. Um, so I really feel that that's a, a beautiful part of my soul that's been awakened in these last 10 years or so. Um, I, I also, because you know, you've talked about it, how you collect people. I do feel like I kind of collect people and it's just about building community. I mean, we're all tied together. We're all one. I really believe that what we do inspires each other. It, that energy, it, it perpetuates when we have positive energy, we can perpetuate that to one another. So I think that for me, how I see myself is 
the resilience is the gift for myself and for others because I'm able to tap into that authentic self that may have been quieted or may have been pushed down, which I think happens to a lot of us in our lives. So I think that resilience and that discovery in myself that I'm continuing. And as I turned 50, I felt like I was doing a lot more of that. People talk about finding yourself and, you know, self-discovery. And I think that path really started for me in this past year since I was on the verge of 50 and then becoming 50. So I, I hear a lot about people talking about aging and how it's not, you know, oh, you don't, you don't want to get older. I totally disagree. I think I aging I think aging is amazing. And I I think I've learned that from both the positive and the negatives that I've heard from working with seniors, right? Because there are some people that feel that way still. Um, But I just see so much beauty. And I I don't like when I hear people saying like, life's over at this age or that age or whatever. Like, life is a force within you. I mean, it's it's a choice, right? So. I think that the greatest gift I can give to myself and others is to continue to see the beauty in all things and to walk in gratitude, even in times of chaos and um, discord, right? Because yeah. there's I, there's something I heard recently that the treasure that we seek is in the caves we do not, do not want to enter. Mm, that's true. We have to go through them to, to dig through them, go through push past our fears um, and do all the things to get the jewel, right? If you want to think about Indiana Jones, right? He had to go through all of that to get the jewel to be able to come right. out on the other side. And so that's right. the same thing with Mark. So I totally agree with that. I agree. I feel like, and I'm knocking on 50 store. Um, I feel like I know who I am. I'm not afraid to speak my mind. Um, I know my purpose in life. I have great relationships with my front, my, my kids. Um, and it's more because they're adults now, young adults, and we just have a different interaction. I love seeing how they grow, but I feel like I'm this, I'm smarter than I've ever been. Uh, I look better than I've ever looked. Right. So even though I may have been smaller, but I didn't know my style and what was like just me. So I, you know what? <laughs> I, I heard a friend tell me this was over a dozen years ago, in our 20s, we're weaving, weaving this web of who we think we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And we spend our 30s and even our 40s kind of unwinding who we really are, unweaving that web and finding out and discovering our true selves. And I think that's been a really beautiful journey for me as of late. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Okay, so we're going to get started. All right. The first question, what do you feel like is your God-given superpower? And this is something that like comes to you naturally, something that you can't explain, but you can just automatically do it. You've been, you know, and you didn't go through training or anything to have it. You just, it's just something that's within. I, I really think it's an openness to understanding others and where they're coming from and being able to see the beauty in everything and in everyone. And I think that it it even, I was talking about this yesterday, it has been a, a gift that has allowed me to help others to see the beauty in themselves and help them overcome some very challenging, you know, times, some very blocked walls ab- about seeing their gifts and how those gifts are to be used in the universe. I mean, we all have these unique gifts that get quieted or get squashed down by life, by 
other people and how, you know, maybe even our, our parents or those that guided us thought they were guiding us in the right direction while they were actually guiding us away from our own light. So I think it's to, to be light and to see the light in others um, so okay. that collectively we can, we can bask in that really. I would definitely agree with you with that um, because I see you walk in a room and you just see people, right? And good people are good people. Um, and you just always have a great positive outlook on that. So I definitely think that is because it's, it's not easy for, for people to do, right? Um, and people... Because I am very similar to you in that. And people are like, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't know. It just comes naturally, right? So I love that. I absolutely well, and love it, that. It, it also almost, I feel this sense of not pain, but just like a discomfort when others don't feel that way. Because I feel like they're missing out on so much. I would always say like, if, if, if I, there's this saying that I have on my dresser, it says, if everyone was blind, no one would know who to hate. And I, I take that a step further in that, if you just allow yourself to be open to other people, there are so many gifts for you to have. And when you're not open to that, you're missing out on a lot of those gifts. And like you said, a lot of those people, they, they come into your life for a reason and they're teachers, right? We're all students and teachers. And so if we're not open to everyone, we're going to miss something that was meant for us. Right. And it's the good and the bad that comes in. So <laughs> for know, sure. Yeah. You know, that comes, you know, sometimes we have, you know, difficult relationships and what I do when I'm in that difficult relationship, whether it's a family member or a friend or someone like a coworker, it's those people you can't say, oh, I don't want to deal with you and close the door. It's the people that are in your life in some type of way, but they allow you to grow if you allow it to happen right? You say, okay, what's, what's the situation? Why is this happening? What part do I play in that? That's a big one. People don't ask themselves and mm -hmm. you're able to learn and understand and grow from that. So yeah, I love that. There's a, a lot of growth potential there. I recently heard in a, in, from a human resources advisor about conflict is the difference between values and perspectives. And so if we're in conflict and we start to look at ourselves and the other person, we can learn a lot about those people, much like some of your classes where I've learned about how you can learn about others and make better relationships for really understanding where people are coming from. Yeah, so true. I love that. Are you looking for a pick-me-up in the morning, something that will help you start your day? Well, this right here, our Thrive Shakes, oh my goodness, it's amazing. The taste is good, it's plant-based, there's 18 grams of protein, and you just put it with ice and water, shake it up, and there's your breakfast. I know the importance of getting the nutrition, the right nutrition in your morning, and that's why I start my day. They have all these other products that I know that you'll simply love. They're trusted, tried, and true. And a life worth thriving in is a life worth living. So. Go below to the link below and order your Thrive Shakes today. Mm. All right, awesome. Do you think you have, do you want to talk about any other God-given gift that you may have? I mean, I think part of that is just recognizing beauty is recognizing beauty in all things, in nature, in art. And, you know, mm. you see art and, and music and books are a big part of my life. Um, those are ways that I think I, I seek joy and I, and I try to cultivate joy. This is a cultivate joy. This is a reminder, cultivate joy. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> oh, and, and always remember to breathe because that's very important. Um, it's, oh my goodness. I have to remind that, myself of that often. Um, nope, Kanika, don't just take a breath, just breathe, right? If we all reminded ourselves, a lot of things would not happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's it's the constant reminders inside to to walk with gratitude, grace, mm -hmm. love, and light. That's that's, that's my gift. Personal. That's my gift to myself and others. I love that. All right. So what do you feel like is your, your superpower that you receive like through a training or um, through school or, a, you know, some type of lesson that you've learned that you're able to kind of take that, pick it up, grab it, and even make it your own? Oh, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, well, because I really believe that we're all teachers and students, I look at everyone who's come into my life and, you know, some are big, some are small, but there are ways that those people are with me every day, right? There are teachings that they have offered that stick with me. And some of those I've unpacked later, like, oh, that's what, what I was meant to learn from that. Or mm -hmm. um, I think one of them was in, in professional life was two things. Uh, a, a good friend of over 30 years told me, don't ever see anything as an obstacle. Uh, don't look at um, job requirements or those kinds of things and say, you can't do that. Just apply, just, just reach for it, just go after it. And I was like, well, yeah, why not? I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Um, and then also, yeah. And then also in, um, in my professional career working with seniors, because I have that understanding, that ability to kind of see where people are coming from, it's really being able to hear what's happening to to help them i mean in a way you're sort of a counselor for the family for the seniors as they're transitioning or thinking about a transition but uh someone uh, a, a guide a leader said it's more about listening than talking right it's mm -hmm. i mean like what we're doing right now is more about talking and people are going to be listening um but when you're when you're in a space where you're trying to help someone understand and you're trying you you often think you have to talk right if you're yeah. trying to help them understand, you you have to talk. But the understanding really comes in allowing them to talk. And one thing I've learned with seniors is, especially for those who have cognition issues, we might not think they're all there. We might not think that they're communicating. But a lot of it is we're not allowing for it. We're not taking a step back and letting them just have the space to say what it is that they're going to say. And even if it comes out jumbled, the thought is still there and you can hear it if you're listening. And so it was always in, in my line of work was, you know, 70% listening, 30% talking. Mm -hmm. And I think that that can really be helpful in life. Um, I think it can even help, you know, when, when you feel like you don't know exactly how to handle a conflict is to just listen more and, and listen with an open mind and an more importantly, an open heart. Um, so I've noticed this recently with some people when they're, they have a close love, a very close loved one or spouse who has a cognition issue and they're trying to talk for them. They end up talking about them or at them instead of listening. And I think that when, you know, when you just take a step back, you can kind of recognize that if you allow some space for them to breathe, for that person, even with the cognition is issues to breathe, you're going to hear a little bit more and, and you're not going to be 
I, I think there's a lot of conjecture that goes on in those situations, right? It's like, oh, well, they yeah. can't do it. They can't talk. They can't. Um, but just be, being open to, to it. I was going to say, I, I totally agree with you. Um, I have been trained in, in, in sales and in management for so long, and we've learned and it basically is like the same thing. You know, you want to hear what they have to say because they're really telling you what they want and how to sell to them or how to help them transfer from this to that. You know, like they're they're giving you all the information if you listen. But if you don't, if you're constantly talking, you can't hear it. But as you're talking, I'm I'm even thinking about um it's communication is not just verbal either. Right. So there's so many different cues that a body um, is giving you without uh, verbally saying things that you can pick up on. And if you don't take out the time, you'll miss some things. And so I, I think about that with my um, my father in love because he had a stroke a while ago and his voice or his ability to speak like he used to is gone. And nine times out of 10, I don't understand what he's saying, but because of his gestures and the way I'm kind of just looking at what it is, I can figure, and I'm like, you said, da, da, da. and he'll be like, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's really about the whole picture, like all of him. Um, and then I can, and then I understand. And so I, I, you know, some people think that, oh man, that's a burden, but it's really not because it allows us to slow down and be able to kind of look at the bigger picture when we're communicating with people, because that's what we have to do with him. So it allowed even my kids to be able to, to sit back and, and say, okay, and kind of really fully understand or fully listen to all the ways he's communicating. I think this can be applied to ourselves as well. Um, so see, I just put my hand on my heart. This is something I've been noticing about people when they do that, there's some, like there's a deeper meaning there, right? Mm -hmm. um, I've seen it in casual conversation a lot, but what I've been thinking about is that 70-30 rule is like, I started doing um, the morning pages. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but it's um, basically every morning you write three pages of just stream of consciousness. And it's uh, a release to release the sen the sensor, you know, your, mm -hmm. your own internal sensor to kind of open yourself up. And some of it's to be able to be more creative. Um, but it's also just very helpful and you don't go back and read it or anything like that. I mean, you can at some point, but, um, the point is that I'm, I'm releasing that so that I can just be more attentive. Right. And so that the stuff in my head, isn't the 70%, right. So I'm actually listening and paying attention to my environment, whether it's nature or the bird singing or whatever it is, is just paying more attention rather than just all of that rhetoric that goes on inside of our heads. Well, it goes on inside my head. I'm, <laughs> I'm right, right there with you. I had to find ways to kind of slow this, like it would constantly go and never stop. And I would even have um, a hard time going to sleep. And then I had to find tools, right? So hiking is a tool for me because that is where everything just flows out. Like it clears my mind. Um, and then what I do is I do a gratitude journal at night, right? And I just, because what happens, I realize is that I can have a great day, let one little thing happen bad, but I had 20 things that were amazing. Yeah. Um, but that one thing is just bothering me and it's eating at me, right? And so when I start journaling, um, I'm like, man, and I bullet point so I can count, right? Because if it's all together, I can't really count. So I bullet point them. 
I and love that. I, I, I speak it out, but I don't write it down. I'm going to start writing it down. Because then you count it, right? And so you you have the one negative. So I put a heart and then I write the, the, the positive things. And then I put a star by the negative because it gets a star because this is something that I need to pay attention to. This is something I need to see. Is it just like something I can't avoid? Like, cause you know, we can't avoid everything in our lives or is this a pattern? So usually when someone puts a star on your paper, you were like paying attention and focus. So that's what makes me say, okay, focus on this. But the idea of it is to see all of the great things that happened in that day and the one bad thing. And so I go to sleep, releasing all of that negative energy. And I'm like, look at this. Thank you, God, for this day. Cause you've blessed me with all these different things. That's right. That's yeah. beautiful. All right. That's a beautiful practice. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Okay. So this is one of the ones, this is my favorite one because I found so many superpowers through coming, through going through um, difficult times it built character in me. It allowed me to have a viewpoint that on certain issues that I didn't have before. So what are the superpowers you feel that you have from just um, going through hard times and difficulties? Resilience, a number one. Um, I had a very traumatic childhood. Um, remember thinking of a time where I thought, oh, what is life going to be like? How am I going to, how am I going to do this thing? Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I see myself on the other side of that. And it's like, I, I couldn't be who I am today without it really. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I like who I am today. Right. And I, I remember thinking. I, I like, do too. I like who yeah. you are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You know, and I just think it's made everything that comes after that easier, easier to digest easier to absorb, easier to find the gifts within those, those things, you know, um, easier to find the beauty within the chaos. Um, just, yeah, just easier to see the light and the darkness. And, you know, it's really our light we're afraid of. It's not the darkness. (laughs) I didn't say that, but it is very true. It is very, it's very true. And I agree because if you think about it, most of the things that I'm scared of, it's not things that I should be scared of, but it's always things that I should be doing or things that will take me into a whole nother, like it'll expose more of my light, right? Um, And that's what gives me hesitation. And what I've decided to do a while ago is if I get fearful of anything, I need to run towards it. So I get out of my head. So as soon as I get it in my head to say, this is what I should be doing, I'm like, and I pray as I'm doing it right. So just in case it's me in my own head and it's not like God telling me to do it. Um, I pray as I'm doing it, but I run towards it. So all those, all that bad chatter um, is, is out of my head because I'm already doing it. I have no time to think about it because I'm doing it. That's really smart. Well, like we talked about that this morning. Just, yeah. just go, just do it. Just, just do don't, it. don't sit and dwell on it or be anxious and you know, I have found that, I mean, part of it is I think the yoga and meditation I've been doing recently that we've talked about has just mm-hmm. opened me up to not really having that. I, I don't really have those anxieties and that nervousness when I meet new people or when I'm talking about things um, with people and, you know, just, just being okay with where you're at and just, yeah, I mean, you can really thrive there. It sounds kind of interesting, but um, you can really thrive in just acceptance um, and yeah. you can, re- and, and gratitude, I think is the answer to many things, uh, 
love being the answer to all things. And that is love of, for yourself and, and love for others. But it's really just walking with that graciousness that I get to do it. I mean, you know, and, exactly. and gratitude, gratitude can be recognizing that others don't or others haven't. And, you know, and that, that propels me forward as well. Right. It's like, Hey, this is a gift to be, you know, sometimes I wake up and I go, it's a great day to be alive. And, you know, sometimes you're just reminding yourself of that. Maybe you don't feel it is, but you're just, you're reminding yourself that it is right. I mean, every day is not, not the same. It's, it's not, not the promised. same that you're waking up in, in either. Right. Every day is not promised, right? Yeah. Every but, day is not promised. Yeah. I, it's so funny. I love that you say that because you would think sometimes if you're when you're being grateful, it's so repetitive, right? And it's like certain things are not repetitive because you didn't have to wake up or you didn't have to wake up in your right mind. I just mm -hmm. looked at a picture not eight years ago of my husband, our two, our two of our girls, um, and my husband's aunt eight years ago. Right now she's full blown dementia. Like she is, she thinks she is extremely young, right? That was eight years ago. And when we were at this banquet, she was brilliant, right? So we don't have to wake up in our right minds. We don't have to wake up at all. And we don't have to have food over, I mean, roof over our head, food to eat. Our situations can change in a day. That's right. Gratitude is so beautiful. And it looks good on you. And it looks good on it looks good on almost everyone, right? I've never it seen does. and it was like, oh mm -mm. no, we all should be grateful. All That's of us right. should be grateful. Yeah, no, That's it's awesome. the real gift. Okay, so is there any other difficulties? So I know you you said coming through your childhood because you know it's very difficult. Um, is there anything like as an adult that you had to overcome had to find a superpower? Absolutely. I mean, you know, is there's love, there's loss, there's the grief of losing loved ones. And, you know, there's, you know, my mother and my stepfather had dementia. My dad passed away uh, many years ago, you know, all of those things. And I think it, it is definitely gratitude that, that got me through those things. It's like, but we had that time together and we got to experience those things and it's holding on and cherishing the memories and knowing that that connection and that love is strong and it, persists you know yeah. it doesn't end um and and maybe in some ways you feel even more connected to them right it's like mm -hmm. kind of hard to explain but it's like you're really tuning into what you had together um whereas maybe we take a lot of that for granted you know in life um so I think for my dad we were we were close and emotionally close and so there's a lot of like him that persists in me um and I just think you know it's oh, well, you know, I got to go through this again now. <laughs> no, it's more like I get to go through this again. I get to, yeah. I get to overcome. I get to face the challenges. I get to appreciate what was good. And I get to take out of the, what seemed to be bad. I, I get to take the goodness out of that and the growth that it's gonna, you know, propel forward in me. Um, so I think it's just, it's a different perspective and, and really life is only perspective. And that's yes. probably the hardest thing for people to, to come to. It was very hard for me to come to that, that it's all about how I look at things. And um, now that it is all about how I look at things up here and in here, um, 
it, it can actually be kind of funny. <laughs> it's like, you know, sometimes like just little things used to trip me up, right? Something that the car stalls out, the battery doesn't start, whatever. And I'm like, well, of course this would happen. And then I kind of laugh at it. And I just say, mm -hmm. but I can do it. I can, I know how to charge the battery. I know how to jumpstart a car. I know. And I just kind of laugh at it as like, okay, well, that was meant to happen today so that I would feel like I can overcome and, and solve a problem. And maybe that kept me from some other space where I might be feeling negativity or something else right it's like that gave me a jump start myself jumping that car like okay <laughs> I love that yeah you know <laughs> I mean it's just it's just really it's looking at everything is like for what it is and not I I do a lot of storytelling in myself and that comes from the trauma mm -hmm. um and those stories are never true Kanitha they're never true like I could tell myself a whole bunch of stories about what how others see me or what what's going to happen if I try to do this and guess what? None of that's ever true. <laughs> no, no, not at all. You'd be surprised what goes in people's head, right? Um, I remember when my sister was like, because uh, I'm out, I'm double extroverted and she is introverted. And she's like, Kanitha, but it's so easy for you because you're so, it's so easy for you to go out and make new friends and talk to people. You can go anywhere. And I'm like, hmm, that's most of the time, but there's a lot of times, especially if it's a new environment or if I don't know a lot of the people there, I have to do like a self-talk. Like it's okay, you know, before I even get out the car, I said, I do tool, I have tools that I use to be able to do that. But what you see is something different. You just see Kanitha and oh, here she goes again. She's always like, you know, but no, I have to talk myself into things. Um, I get scared like everyone else. You know, what's inter interesting about that when you're when I'm hearing you talk about it, it's like, but there's a drive because, you know, the value you get when you do that and, and the end result that for you and for others is beautiful when you when you jump that hurdle. Right. Like I, right. I see that in you. I mean, I know I have those things sometimes, too, but it's like, again, the treasure that you seek is in the cave you don't want to enter. This is so true. Very, very true. Oh my goodness. We can talk, like I can talk to you all day. And Same. ladies and gentlemen, I just want to let you know, this positive, beautiful spirit that you see now, she is always like this. This is no front. This is no putting a face on, taking a face off. She is always like this. So I absolutely love you, Kyra. Thank you so much for uh, being our guest today. And we're going to have information if you want to connect with Kyra. Um, and she is actually a great writer as well. Um, so yeah. I'm going to put some of her information for that as well. But she is just simply amazing. And I can't wait to share you with the world. Thank you, Kanisa. I'm so grateful for you in so many ways. Grateful you're in my life and heart. Ditto. Mwah. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. And like, like we said, we're always finding these superpowers. And hopefully uh, what Kyra has shared today has inspired you to find some superpowers or even made you think like, oh, wait a second, I have that superpower. We would love to hear from you. So make sure you comment below or find us on our socials and um, we can't wait to hear from you. But until next time, have a great, great time or a great day and make sure to use your superpowers. Bye-bye. Go out there and recognize beauty in yourself and others. I love that. Amen. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.